It's Tuesday, November 8th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stocks rose Monday on the eve of Election Day as Wall Street looked ahead to the benefits of a possibly split government in Washington. Though trading is likely to stay bumpy in a week full of events that could shake the market, the S&P 500 rose 1%, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 1.3%, and the Nasdaq Composite added 0.9%. Analysts say many investors seem to be making bets that Republicans will take control of at least one House of Congress. With a divided government, Gridlock is more likely than big sweeping policy changes that could upend tax and spending plans. Historically, when a Democratic White House has shared power with a split or Republican Congress, stocks have seen stronger gains than usual. In the meantime, Wall Street is looking ahead to a report scheduled for Thursday when the U.S. government will show how bad inflation was across the country last month. And that will influence what's been the main driver on Wall Street this year, much more than politics, what the Federal Reserve does on interest rates. In other news, the Supreme Court on Monday heard challenges to the independent enforcement powers of the FTC and the Securities and Exchange Commission. The Federal Trade Commission suit was filed by Axon Enterprises, the maker of tasers and other police equipment. It was followed Monday by arguments in a similar case about securities regulators, together compromising the latest attack on the federal enforcement agency's in-house courts. Agencies such as the FTC and the SEC use administrative courts in which judges, who are employees of the agency, rule on the legality of mergers or decide punishments for alleged violations of consumer or securities laws. Plaintiffs in both cases alleged that FTC and SEC administrative law judges who hear civil actions are too difficult for the president or his appointees to remove. The legal issue before the Supreme Court is whether parties facing enforcement actions can bring arguments against the commission's structure to federal court before completing administrative proceedings or must wait to lose in-agency proceedings before they can raise such constitutional questions in federal court. In Central America, the Sandinista National Liberation Front completed its political domination of Nicaragua on Monday as electoral officials said it had won control of all the country's 153 municipalities in elections that critics called unfair. Coming into Sunday's elections, the party of President Daniel Ortega already controlled 141 of Nicaragua's municipalities, but having outlawed the country's main opposition parties and jailed dozens of opposition figures, the field was clear for the Sandinistas' sweep. They appeared to achieve de facto single-party status, wresting control of the last 12 municipalities that had been in the hands of other parties, though those groups were considered collaborationist by much of the exiled opposition. The Inter-American Commission on Human Rights expressed concern Friday that the minimum conditions necessary to hold free and fair elections do not exist in Nicaragua. It called on the government to re-establish democratic guarantees and stop the repression. Meanwhile, subtropical storm Nicole formed early Monday over the Atlantic Ocean and is projected to reach hurricane strength before striking somewhere along the eastern coast of Florida later this week, according to the National Hurricane Center. 
The center said the storm could produce heavy rainfall, storm surge, and flooding. It issued a hurricane watch, meaning hurricane conditions are possible within about 48 hours for a roughly 200-mile stretch of the state's southeastern and central eastern coast from Hollandale Beach to the border of Volusia and Brevard counties, as well as Lake Okeechobee. Forecasters predict Nicole's center will approach the northwestern Bahamas today and gradually strengthen, fueled by warm waters near those islands. It is forecast to reach hurricane strength by Wednesday while it moves near or over the Bahamas to bear down on Florida's eastern coast by Wednesday night. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.